Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to this new car special. Today, we have a car that I was actually going to do, I think, a few weeks ago, but then I found out that the reveal wasn't that article I was going to read wasn't the reveal of it. It was going to be a little bit later. And we have since gotten the reveal. So I am talking about the 2023 Cadillac Escalade V as it's the most powerful and expensive production Cadillac ever. The new 2023 Cadillac Escalade V seems like a sledgehammer that has no interest in anything other than excess from size to power. Aside from its rip-roaring 682 horsepower V8, Cadillac's most powerful production engine to date, it's getting a bespoke suspension, big brakes, and an interior that's dripping with luxurious features, including a 36-speaker audio system. The three-row SUV will be offered in both standard 120.9-inch or 3,071mm and ESV 134.1-inch or 3,406mm long wheelbase versions, with prices starting from $149,990, making it the most expensive series production Cadillac. To put that MSRP into perspective, it's nearly 50% more than the new, but slower, 523 horsepower 2023 BMW X7 M6 M60i, while approaching Mercedes Maybach GLS pricing territory at $160,500. Cadillac itself calls the Escalade V the industry's most powerful full-size SUV, full stop. Part of the reason it can do that is that the Dodge Durango Hellcat is now out of production, but let's not take too much away from what seems to be a very sincere attempt to meet customer demand and uphold the standard that V-Badge cars have set thus far. Here's a deeper dive into everything that buyers of the most powerful full-size SUV in General Motors' arsenal will get. Let's start with the drivetrain. It has a 6.2 liter supercharged V8. So did they just take the Hellcat V8? And no, obviously they didn't, but it is interesting that it's also... 6.2 liters in size and supercharged. It's paired to a 10-speed automatic transmission with four-wheel drive. It has 682 horsepower, 508 kilowatts, and 653 pound-feet, or 885 newton meters of torque. Zero to 60 is dispensed with in 4.4 seconds, and it does the quarter mile in 12.74 seconds at 110 miles per hour. Curb weight will is roughly 6,217, or yeah, 6,217 pounds or 2,820 kilograms for the short wheelbase, and 6,407 6, pounds or 2,906 kilograms for the ESV version. On sale, summer of 2022. Under the hood of the Cadillac Escalade V is a hand-built supercharged 6.2-liter V8 engine that sends power to all four wheels via a 10-speed automatic transmission. It's very similar to the engine found in the Cadillac CT5V Blackwing, in fact, but swaps out the sedan supercharger for a larger, 2.65 liter unit that produces about 10 pounds of boost. While weighing as much as an African forest elephant at 6,217 pounds or 2,820 kilograms for the standard model and 6,407 pounds or 2,906 kilograms for the ESV, the supercharged V8 682 horsepower, we talked about all that, and the 0 to 60 in the quarter mile. Okay, so skip. Calic says that not only is the transmission specifically tuned for the sporting nature of the Escalade V, but also that the torque split is model specific as well. Under normal driving circumstances, the big SUV will split power equally between the front and rear axles for maximum traction. When called for, the Escalade, the Escalade V can send as much as 67% of power to the rear axle, which makes sense for a vehicle that will shift quite a bit of weight towards the rear under hard acceleration. Cadillac wouldn't, speci wouldn't specify exactly how or when the SUV would make that swap, though. 
Cadillac hasn't just shoehorned a big engine under the hood and called it good. Unlike some brands that's just a slap a, slap a performance badge on a car with special trimmer wheels, not only does the Escalade V actually get a compelling engine, but it also gets a full complement of supporting modifications along with that power plant. This SUV gets the fourth generation of GM's magnetic ride control, along with air ride adaptive suspension and additional suspension hardware exclusive to the V model. In fact, even the rear air springs are built to, built to be stiffer than those in the front, which, again, should aid in the effort to put those 682 ponies to the pavement. Cadillac also built in different drive modes that can be specifically applied to components like the steering or suspension, including both tour and sport modes. There's even a fairly practical snow-slash-ice mode that can be applied to the engine and all-wheel drive system. With the power-to-weight ratio among the top in its class and advanced driving technologies to put that power to the pavement, the Cadillac, the, sorry, the Escalade V offers an engaging and energetic driving experience like no other full-size luxury SUV, said Jacqueline McQuaid, hopefully I got that right, chief executive engineer for full-size trucks. More importantly, it lives up to the vigorous requirements of the V-Series Mondrian Insignia. Considering that this has more power than most sports cars on sale in America right now, we're kind of impressed that they restrain themselves enough to not put on some silly, to not put some sort of silly race or track setting in there. That's just the tip of the technological iceberg, though. In today's automotive marketplace, luxury and technology go hand in hand, and without offering the latter, it's hard for automakers to argue that the former exists at all. That's one reason that the Escalade V is packed full of modern and somewhat advanced technology. GM's Super Cruise hands-free technology will be an optional feature priced from around $2,500, and in our recent test of the GMC Sierra Denali Ultimate, we really liked it. Car scoops, not me. Inside every Escalade V model, buyers will find some 38 inches of total diagonal display with what Cadillac says is twice the pixel density of a 4K TV. Included in that is 38 in included in that 38 inches is a 14.2 inch center cluster display that leverages augmented reality to provide additional information when navigation is active. Screens aren't the only thing to look at though, because the Escalade V will get either a black, dark auburn, or zebra wood accents. The front row seats get a massaging feature, and all three rows have have an aniline leather upholstery. Buyers' ears will get as much will get as much of a treat thanks to a standard AKG standard re sorry studio reference 36 speaker audio system with 3D surround navigation rendering and more. When you see your first Cadillac Escalade V running around, just remember that inside it are more speakers than in most people's homes. And don't worry, you'll know one when you see it. The latest Escalade is a bold SUV, but the V-Series stands out with revised styling around the entire exterior. On the front of the vehicle, the black sport mesh grille used on other V-models is present. In, in addition, slight nip nips and tucks make the front and rear look more athletic. At each corner, buyers will find unique 22-inch wheels as well as bespoke Brembo front brakes with edge red brake calipers and a signature quad exhaust outlet. The entire package of, gigant of gigantic excess luxury, power, and technology goes on sale in late summer. While Cadillac says that production will be limited, we haven't received word on exactly how many units will roll off the line. Detailed pricing and options will be communicated at a later date. Hard stats out of the way, let's talk about the looks. And it kind of, it kind of just looks like a Cadillac Escalade, like the current, the new one, with a few changes here and there. Although to be fair, I do like the changes. So we got, we got a frowning lower grille. We have very, very old Escalade, like vertical, vertical vent lights there. I don't want to say DRLs, but they might be DRLs. 
I'm not sure if those are those present on the normal escalate. I don't remember them being present on the normal escalate. So you have very once again very vertically oriented vents. They're quite tall with lights with very Cadillac like like lights to use two L words back to back uh, at the far corners of it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the DRLs in the actual headlight unit though fit with that because you know how Cadillac has has those lower has those vent lights. Older Cadillacs like from 2010 have those vent lights and then they go and that shape goes into the normal headlight right at the very far edges we have that once again we have that once again here but as i said i'm not entirely sure the drl and the normal headlight unit there not the vent lights continues the the vertical light shape there i'm not convinced i don't know i haven't i can't remember the last time i saw the headlights of the new escalate actually you know on but i'd be curious if that was the case here because it was it was a nice bit of continuity other than the face and if that's not here that would be a bit of a shame but once again, it's pretty much just the current, the new Cadillac Escalade with a frowning lower mouth, massive vertical vents, and some black grille meshes. So that's pretty much it. So the face is not... Honestly, I don't really hate it. I'd give it maybe a 6.8. A 6 it's attractive enough, at the very least, in the pictures. It might be a lot worse in the flesh. Probably a lot worse in the flesh. Where the Escalade gets a lot more attractive is on the side, though, because I really like the silhouette of this vehicle. It's long and a, ra relatively low. The roofline is relatively low. I think it's slightly, it's better proportioned than the normal Grand Wagoneer. Now, the Grand Wagoneer L, that's closer, but this, I think, is slightly better looking still. It's definitely not a slab-sided. That's for doggone, sure. But the best part isn't even the general proportions of the body. It's the wheels. You have very V, uh, Cadillac V-like wheels. Very, uh, extremely multi-spoke. I can't, I can't even say, maybe like 12, 12 spokes in there? I don't know. Multi-spoke wheels, the red calipers, it's all really nice. Again, they the wheels look like they'd be on a CTS-V, a CT5-V. They're very Cadillac V-Series-esque wheels. And that on the Escalade, to me, is brilliant. Looks rather good. You have quad tailpipes at the back. The rear, I think, is where the Escalade seems to receive the least changes for it being a V-Series model. I think you have a slightly different lower rear bumper. That's a little more aggressive. You have a faux diffuser that probably doesn't do much. The biggest change is the fact they have quad tailpipes, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. Very cool. But again, I'm not saying it looks bad. just that it doesn't seem to be a massive departure from a normal Escalade to me. The front, definitely. The side, absolutely. The rear, the least of the least so of the bunch. That's for sure. So overall, I would probably give it a 7. Visually, the wheels help a bunch, especially with them being in not in a straight black, kind of like a hyper black affair where it's a slightly grayish black so you can actually see the spokes rather than being like a pitch black so yeah the wheels are definitely the best part of this model for sure which is which is weird because it's a bit of a minor detail but honestly i think those are my fit that's my favorite part of this model so far is the wheels the v-series-esque wheels multi-spoke red calipers it just works so if we go to the interior now, oh we got a close-up shot of the wheel yeah why did you put it on bridgestones in any case let's go to the interior and you know how I keep saying performance interiors aren't special enough these days to me. With, with each 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 performance vehicle I do a new car a new car special up seems to not have a special enough interior, a unique enough interior. I'm sad to say that the Escalade V is like that. Now that's not to say it has a bad interior because it has an Escalade interior, which is good. It's just not like the dash here. It's a Cadillac dash. It's an Escalade dash. There's not there's very little that's all that special about it. You have a few feet, a few V badges here and there, like 
here and there, like at the bottom spoke of the steering wheel, I think a V badge on the left, left to the left side of the steering wheel on the dash. And that's kind of it. I'm not even seeing any, no carbon fiber, which is, I guess, fine, because it's not a 911, but the interior is too, is too normal Escalade to me. It's not special enough. I'd prefer, you know, maybe a little red stitching here and there, you know, something slightly sportier. But then again, you have to realize they didn't add a track or a race mode to this. So perhaps they wanted to go for, oh, it's just a fast Escalade rather than a performance model of an Escalade, right? So instead of it being, yeah, I think that's all I can really say. Instead of it being like a Cadillac Escalade GT3 RS or something like that, instead of it being akin to that, it's more like, a, it's more like an Escalade Turbo. It's a normal Escalade with way more power and slightly different looks. So it's not meant to be this boy racerish performance vehicle. It's for pe- it's for people who want a normal Escalade with more power and and you know subtly different looks. So in that from that perspective, this model h- hits the mark, bang on. It's just got a few V badges here and there to let you know you're in something different. So to that end, again, it actually works. It works really really well. Oh, wow. So I've just seen there's they have a they have an image teardown of the supercharger and. What's interesting is they have a black cover for the supercharger, but if you look deeper, deeper, like into the base of the supercharger, actually, it looks a little bit like the Hellcat version. Because with the Hellcat supercharger, you know, they have that that white cover where the supercharger sits. Well, Cadillac goes for more like valve cover type look where you don't see the supercharger itself, which maybe that's to dampen the noise of the supercharger just a little bit to make this a bit more of a luxurious vehicle. Not saying the black cover doesn't look good, it's just I, I much prefer having that supercharger right there, plain and easy to see in the engine bay. But that's me. Oh, while they don't have a, it's interesting, while they don't have a track mode, it does seem like they have a V mode. There's a button in there. There's a button in the interior, and I'm not sure what that V mode is meant to do, but yeah. So basically, if you want a fast Escalade without it looking like a boy racer, without it looking like a, I don't know, like a Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk type affair, you know, this this could be the vehicle for you. It's just a fast Escalade with a few visual tweaks here and there, both in the exterior and the interior. For people who like that, I think this is a really good balance. And that's probably the customer that wants this, something that's not too flashy, but does stand out from normal Escalades. I would personally, with me, and it being a performance vehicle, I'd like it to announce the fact that it's that it's a performance vehicle a little more, but... You know, I'm 20, so I, I I kind of dig the boy racer aesthetic for a few cars. Not all of them, because I think the new Aston Martin, Aston Martin Vantage, V12 Vantage is a little, goes a little bit too far, but oh well. In any case, what do you think of the new Cadillac Escalade V? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Are you somewhere in between? Let me know in the comments below. In the meantime, I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the, to like the, what is it? Like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast if you're watching on YouTube. Please like the episode, share the episode, and oh wait, no, I'm just repeating. Like the video, like, comment, and share the video. And if you subscribe, well, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to the podcast on the road, but you don't have to want the Podbean mobile app, that is not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Simon Cody's Car Conundrum and choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me. Probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. 
If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.